Abby kept running, her chest on fire, and she was wondering when it was going to be time to stop running when she looked up and saw a farm. A farm? What on earth was a farm doing in her neighborhood? Okay, looking around her, she had to admit that maybe she wasn't in her neighborhood anymore, but she wasn't that far away from it. So where did this farm come from, with its big red barn and whitewashed outbuildings, a split rail fence enclosing a pasture? Abby sniffed the air. All around her were farm smells, freshly mown grass, manure, and animals. There's horses in there, Anders told her, pointing toward the barn. They'd slowed to a walk by now. Eight of them. You live here? Abby asked. Well, I only sort of live here. Me and my dad are staying here with my grandmother until everything gets figured out. Abby wanted to ask what needed figuring out, but she could tell by the way Anders was looking at the ground instead of at her that he didn't want to say anything else about it. The house was on the other side of the field, close to the road, tucked in beneath the stand of oak trees. The wooden steps creaked as they walked up to the front door, which opened before they'd even made it to the porch. An old woman poked her head out. No more magazines, thanks, she said. I've got all the magazines I need. She started to close the door again, and Anders called out, Grandma, it's me, and this is my friend Abby. She needs a ride home. Well, what are you hiding over there for? Anders' grandmother asked him, squinting in his general direction. Grandma, I'm right here, Anders protested. You forgot to put on your glasses. Anders' grandmother harumphed. Then she turned to Abby. We'll have to take the truck, she said. Anders' dad took the Impala to pick up some things at Walmart. She leaned forward, as if to get a better look at Abby. You can call me Mrs. Benton, if you want to call me something. You thirsty? You look wrung out. Well, I've got orange juice. Let's get you something to drink before you collapse. Abby stood there blinking, still trying to process what was happening. She was on a farm, and someone was talking to her very rapidly about orange juice. Were Kristen and Georgia still looking for her? Well, they'd never find her now, would they? Abby followed Anders and Mrs. Benton into the house. The blinds in the front room were closed, but there was enough light for Abby to see papers scattered everywhere and walls with pieces of torn out notebook paper and maps and charts taped to them. She desperately wanted to read what was written on those pieces of paper, but she thought that she might be violating somebody's privacy if she did. The kitchen was brighter. A picture window looked out over the field they'd just walked across and now Abby could see the other side of the barn and a corral. Loose-leaf paper was stacked in messy piles on a round table in the corner of the room, 
and a huge encyclopedia was open to a page on. Abby walked over to get a better look. Foxes. Foxes. Are foxes part of your science project? She asked Anders. Because I saw a fox across from my house a couple of days ago. Anders' eyes widened. A red fox? I think so, Abby said. Not bright red or anything. More rusty than red. Anders looked at his grandmother and raised his eyebrows. Did you hear that, Grandma? Mrs. Benton was pouring juice into two striped glasses. I heard. That's good news.